Welcome to the Breakthrough Email Marketing Show. This is your host, Big Jason. I'm discussing all things email marketing and answering your questions based on over 20 years of proven results, not guesswork. Everyone, Big Jason, welcome to the fourth episode of the Breakthrough Email Marketing Show. I'm here live at Marketing Shippers Email Summit. It's my ninth year in a row. And it's their ninth year having the summit. It's that good. I'm just waiting for my special guest, Jim Clare. He's a Christian student of mine, and he's the top copywriter for one of the top products in ClickBank. So looking forward to having him. He's been with me this all four days. We did the uh, email messaging optimization workshop on Monday. Then we went to two days of email summit. And today was the landing page optimization certification workshop. Oh, we just took our certification test, so hopefully we both passed. Pretty sure I did, but uh, yeah, so thanks for joining me. If you have any questions, fire away as we wait for Jim. We're going to share what we learned these four days and uh, answer any of your questions. So let's fire away. I'm going to review my notes real quick here. All right. I'm just going to go off the top of my head right now. So, all right. So, we learned about value proposition a lot. Basically, if I'm your ideal prospect, why should I buy from you versus any of your competitors? And then there's also process level value propositions. Say, for instance, your call to action in your email. If I'm your ideal prospect, why should I click on the link in your email versus any other email? Or why should I even open your email versus any other email? Which plays into should you use blind curiosity? Should, should you try and be cute, clever, persuasive in your subject line? Or should it be clear, relevant, and specific? So those are all good things to consider in your emails. Okay, The value proposition of your email. And then we also talked about friction on the landing pages when it comes to your emails, leading people to the landing pages. Is it consistent? Are you coming up with some kind of crazy hook or angle to get them on the landing page and it's not very consistent with the message in your email? Does it match up to their expectations? Do they know where they are, what they can do, and why they should do it? Here comes Jim. He's going to go get a chair. Yeah. Again. Go ahead and ask questions all throughout the show today. We'll be happy to answer them. Uh, we also had some really cool people here at the summit this year. Um, ben Settle, Andre Chaperon, and Steve Gray were here. They were not able to come to the second day of the email summit or any of the certifications to the detriment of their results from their email marketing. Um, and to their students, some amazing information covered, but uh, maybe they can catch the full summit and workshops uh, next time. And uh, actually, the next uh, summit by Marketing Sherpa and McLabs is in May in New York. And uh, I'm pretty sure that Jim's going to go. Yeah, I think so. A lot of valuable information, especially in the, uh, the certification courses. Right. So you'd say that uh, your time here at the summit's been a success. Yeah. You learned a lot. Yeah, the certification courses were awesome, and 
him in that Flint McLaughlin speaks. He's pretty sweet. Nice. And uh, there's a lot of talk about personalization and segmentation and automation, right? Yes. And then getting down to the core elements of why it works. Right. I, I got a lot of great ideas about personalization and segmentation. Most people think of personalization as, you know, hi, Joe, hi, Susie. Yeah. But there's way more to it. Yes. It's like their behavior, what they purchased last time, what they do last time. Yeah, exactly. The demographics and where, yep. they, where they're coming from, what your product has to offer, really speaking to the uh, voice inside their head. Right. You do know that I added you as an admin, and the intention was for you to be on your own computer. <laughs> the computer's in my bag. This would be, yeah. be a lot easier. But, no, we're just going to wing it. All right. Um, so let's talk about day one at the email sort of the email messaging optimization. Because uh, as you know, I mean, if you have a decent list, you can pretty much there's tons of ways you can you know have quote unquote success. Yeah. You know, get things to work. Yeah. So we kind of learned about you know how to find out what works best, what's going on in their noggins, mm -hmm. and how to appeal to that. Right? Yeah. What other what are some of those things that we learned? Uh, basically, in the I taught already. I already did mention value proposition proposition of the email. Like say for the subcline, you know, if they're the idea, your ideal subscriber, why should they open up your email versus any other email? Yeah, stuff like that. Um, and I think it's kind of a, the biggest takeaway I sort of got from at least say the bigger picture would be um, one the specifics of the email is really to find out the specifics of how to kind of constantly be observing what your list is doing. And that's done mm -hmm. by testing. It's done by even just noticing what the email is doing. Okay, but why do they buy so much of this? And then if it's a test, why did they buy so much of this? Or if it lost, why did it, why did it lose? Right. Um, and then using that information to kind of contemplate uh, the language of your following, of your next emails. So I think you phrased as you need to be a customer philosopher. Yeah. It's not trying to be so much of a marketer, but more of a philosopher. And when we do split tests, which is always good, not just like, okay, that won, and then move on. It's like, you know, why did it win? Yeah, yeah. Looking as to why What's something won or lost. Yeah, for sure. No, so I did the Siler thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, with, now with email and testing, you don't have to split people's head open literally. No. Cool. Uh, all right, so the first day, uh, I have to admit the first day, other than Flint and the coaching clinics, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's something really cool about the email summit and the optimization summit in May in New York is you get free coaching clinics. I mean, you can schedule up three, even I've actually had eight, and it's 30 minutes, and you get to go, go with the Mech Labs optimization experts from another company. And they just give her the time and just give you some really good ideas. Mine was great. I have a new client that does astrology. And I picked a female because that's the target market. And she just happened to be in astrology herself. And I got some insane ideas. And I also validated some of my ideas. So I've got a better picture of what I'm going to do. And how did your coaching clinics go? Uh, it went really well. It, to me, um, I noticed I'm in the dating uh, niche. There's a lot of uh, clever copy, and the biggest thing I saw that if you're talking in a bar uh, to someone about, you know, getting better with women, you're not going to be saying like, 
secret ninja dark secret magic line to get one bulletproof chick or you know so staying away from that so it's kind of toning down on the power phrases and then really focusing on focusing in on specific and then really um you know kind of action verbs why they should be doing it mm-hmm. now you know to drive the click why they need to be why this is important now uh versus you know this is important in a couple of weeks right. and then really targeting it's, it's, in on that instill some urgency yeah and then sensing urgency and i think urgency is not so much you know the clever wording uh, you might say something impactful that makes that clip but it's it's like you're really simplifying it down with urgency it's, right. it's a balance yep and uh, so we mentioned Dr. Flint, how he was a highlight. Uh, what, do you, what are your general thoughts about you know, hearing him live for the first time? He's a great speaker. Uh, he's passionate. Huh? He's very passionate. Uh, what I like about him, he's very schooled in uh, you know, Claude Hopkins, David Ogilvy, Ross Reeves. He's mm-hmm. schooled in guys. That, Claude Hopkins. Yeah, I mean, Claude Hopkins was the big one. You can tell a lot of his principles uh, come from Claude Hopkins. And the great thing is, it's very a uh, modern age. It's not, uh, you know, Claude Hopkins was around when you know people were still seeing the first advertisements, whereas uh, it's the same principles but taken tested over you know millions and billions of uh, data sources. Right. Yeah, I definitely loved it. And uh, so then we had the second day of the summit. The email messaging certification was Monday. First day of the summit was uh, Monday. Again, Flint was awesome. The coaching clinics were great. I mean, the coaching clinics basically pay for the summit themselves. Uh, but the sessions, you know, I have to admit, in nine years, that was probably the single worst day that really I didn't get a lot out of the regular sessions. Again, the coaching clinics at Flint were great. Then second day, it turned it all around. I had, had some more uh, great coaching clinics, got some different perspectives on some landing pages and some emails. And, and actually, a complete autoresponder sequence and I talked to Blue Hornet who my new client uses and it's just insane how easy it is to do some amazing segmentation and personalization uh, through their capabilities and I know some markers I know are just wailing and gnashing of teeth pulling their hair hair out trying to get this stuff done because they use inferior systems I won't mention who that is <laughs> but I think you get the idea yeah yeah <laughs> it's important to have uh i mean the thing i've been taking away from a lot of these you know the big corporations like i think a lot of their thinking is kind of daft um but the systems that they have to I have a lot of more respect for the systems they have to segment and the power they have to segment uh based upon their specifics so they might not be sending the best emails but they're you know, they're targeting really, right. really well. And it's a wise investment because you can pretty much almost speak right to that particular customer and his particular wants and needs and desires. Yeah, because it it's all about the right message at the yeah. right time with the right person. Yeah. Yeah, so this one guy on Tuesday, no, on Wednesday, I should say, yesterday, um, he's like director of IHS. And it was like a defense equipment contract or something like that. They do lots of big pieces of equipment for the government. You know, you never think that it would apply to, you know, astrology or make money online um, or how to do emails or dating. And it applied perfectly, not his emails, but just the way, the way he was using his emails with the way he was targeting his yeah. prospects. Yeah, he was going right to the avatar uh, of his client. 
uh, you know, whether it was a Rambo type or a retiree type, and then using, uh, you know, a targeted message. Um, right. You know, much more of our market to be, it would be targeted copy and language right to that guy. So if you see, you know, a middle-aged guy, you know, with Birkenstock sandals at a bar and you want to tell him about survival and then you see Rambo in the corner, you know, he did very specific language to those guys. And that's really crucial because uh, that's going to make sense. To yeah. Definitely. Then we had today, uh, like I said, we just took our landing page optimization certification. We talked about value props proposition again, not only just on the email, but now the landing page and throughout the entire checkout process, we learned about continuity and congruency, and uh, which is basically, when we're talking about value proposition, it's basically leaving nothing to chance. You know, once they click the email, you're not, good, you're not saying, okay, great, it's the landing page's job completely. No, because the email started the process, and then you're jumping to the landing page, things gotta be consistent. And then when they go to the checkout page, you can't just assume that they're gonna order just because they clicked on the add to cart. Yeah. So we talked a lot about that, about op optimizing the entire funnel. Some really good uh, stuff. We learned about friction and the difference between friction on the page, uh, which is basically um, concern about certain things like form fields, uh, things that can decrease uh, conversion, and then the anxiety. Whereas, I mean, you're asking for too much information or you're not addressing uh, a concern that they have in their mind at the right time. So, for instance, they're in their credit card information and you have all your security seals at the very bottom, where they're not even looking at it. Yeah. Yeah, putting that credibility uh, in, up front where they can see, and especially when they're a big takeaway I got is when the, the checkout process, um, you're really having your cart set up for, you know, because the, the funnel kind of drives the quantity, and then the further they, you know, the deeper and they kind of get along the process, you're, then you're more looking for the quality. And then you know, a lot of times you think, okay, they're at, they're at the cart, they're going to put in their credit card information, but, you know, if your cart looks like some, you know, odd spam thing or just enter here, you know, and they're, the safety seal is at the bottom and they can't see it, that's going to have a lot of problems with anxiety. So having, right. so when they put their credit card information that they, you know, that they feel safe, uh, that they know what exactly what they're getting into. There's no, the other thing I took was the, the no hiding. Um, you're not hiding that they're going to get uh, continuity. You're not right. hiding that. You're not dancing around it. It's right there so they know what they're getting into. Yeah. Transparency. Yeah. Well, are there any questions? Uh, if you have any questions, go ahead and fire them away. we got a couple minutes. We're about to get, get going to Gordon Ramsay's Steakhouse at Paris. Yeah. Sweet. And we're having dinner with actually uh, Andre Chaperone of Autoresponder Manor, so that should be fun. He's going back to Spain tomorrow. And uh, Jim will be going back to Denver, and I'm staying here in uh, Las Vegas. <laughs> All right, doesn't look like there's too many questions. Uh, feel free to follow up. Uh, if you're watching this on the blog, go ahead and uh, leave a comment in the comment field, and make sure that you're here every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. Today was a little special because we had to take the certification. So, Jim, Thank you very much. Oh, man. Thank you, Big Jay. It was awesome uh, having you here the yeah, whole time. Good. Yeah, yeah, thanks for recommending it. it sure. Awesome. Cool. All right, guys, Big Jason, if you want to check out my course, Email Response Warrior, it's 
breakthrough email response strategies based on over 18 years of proven results, over 1 billion emails sent, and has nothing to do about guesswork. Jim's actually a student. What do you think about it? It's awesome. Um, That's the worst testimony ever. And <laughs> no, that I mean, I'm terrible. My thing is, I'm terrible at uh, coding uh, in anything technical. I mean, I just learned what uh, command B was command paste literally <laughs> about two years ago. Uh, but his course, Jason's course, walks you through the entire thing step by step. And any technical issue, uh, you and I now understand, and plus a deliverability. Uh, Aspects. Uh, I know what my emails look like across all servers, and what the you know, big takeaway I learned in there that 49% of your emails are opened in uh, mobile, and then it's you know, a mobile optimized page. So if it looks, you know, congruency and smoothness, uh, and that's a big thing I got away uh, from your course. And obviously, you know, it's keeping, it's tracking sales to. That's right. another thing I learned from this course is tracking the sales. So you're tracking the sales across all segments, so maximizing. Uh, the value of each client and not letting them right. drift out to different places. And knowing exactly what works. Yeah, knowing what works. Knowing what, what works best. What gets in the inbox, what looks best to be read. Uh, it's huge, huge value. And I've also got some special guests like um, Adam Lapp, one of the top optimizers for Mech Labs and also Austin McCraw. Where we show you how to split test in your emails can actually help you discover your product's value proposition and you can change your entire marketing funnel based on that simply by testing your emails. So some good stuff, Email Response Warrior. Thanks for attending the Breakthrough Email Marketing Show. Again, same bunny time, same bunny channel, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern every Thursday. We'll see you then and I'll talk to you soon. See you guys. This is Big Jason. Thank you so much for listening to the Breakthrough Email Marketing Show. For more free information based on over 20 years of proven results, not guesswork, go to BreakthroughEmailMarketing.com. I'll see you next time.